them, I should bring a cake. So we'll start with those who are not in the exec. Those who have never been in the exec. Amen. Yes, I came with people today. As you can see, I have a black metal. It's a very serious piece of metal. This one. Do not joke with it. I I try to wear it as much as I can. Sponiona now is if Kiriadi may divorce. Uh, sometimes I came with some good friends. I came with Thomas. Thomas can stand and wave, you know him. Uh, I also came with Tom that you know. I came with Joy. Some of you might be seeing her for the second time. Uh, and I know she has been waiting ever since she was conceived. Until she was born, she got a national ID. She is waiting to say, I came with my wife. I came with my wife. normal things. Praise the Lord. It is the wedding of the church and the lamb that we are waiting for. It is not mine. It's not mine. We are trusting God if we last to the end. It is the one of the church and the lamb. We know we will go to the end. Amen. You are to assured, Cindy. See, you agree. And she also agrees. She also agrees. Yeah, it's good to be back. Um, Shaman Ouko. A great friend of Nairet. I spend most of my time with those who are in leadership most of the time. So if you ever get to the leadership of Nairet, until at that point when I will get tired, we will be friends. Uh, we do such things as visiting one another, going for retreat. Kavesu suggested we go to Mombasa this time round. We are thinking, we are thinking if we will go to Mombasa, we are deliberating. Yeah, the people were in exec, not those who have left, like Kina Wini, uh, Kina Michelle, those ones we shall leave them behind. Our topic today is great cost, uh, great cost. As always, I have many objectives, too many to cover in one, in one session. Um, some of these objectives are to help us understand what it means to submit to the Lordship of Christ of our lives um, and to do so at least practically to help us understand the call of Christ. Following Christ may call for seasons of seclusion. Um, I don't know why it's seasons because uh, technically it's every time. Praise the Lord. Um, to make the fellowship understand that suffering and persecution are expected in this journey uh, to highlight the cost of evangelism as Christ's disciples to exhort the fellowship that however great the cost might be, the reward is invaluable. So these are a lot of things. There are some scriptures that I was sent and I will focus my sermon on that. Uh, normally my sermon in Akwangatu Bible verses pray that the Lord will help us. Amen. 
now this is that point I remove the joking me, I become serious. Sometimes I'm usually serious. So you know, Viona, I'm usually serious. Yeah, sometimes I'm joking. Now we are serious. We have forgotten marriage, or I was ever single. Now it's the word of God. John chapter 12, verse 23 to 36. To 26, rather. Scripture says that Jesus replied, The hour has come. For the Son of Man to be glorified, very truly I tell you, unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. Anyone who loves their life will lose it, while anyone who hates their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me, and where I am, my servant also will be. My Father will honor the one who serves me. Now, sometimes if you look at scripture, at how these guys were writing these things, and um, you, you see inspiration, you see like the, the handprint of God, the handwriting of God, because it's, it's very difficult to understand how these people will write these things with such great accuracy to the extent that it's sounds like maybe it's something they missed or they guessed and it fell in their kibahati or probably the people who are translating somehow somehow uh, they just changed something and it made sense which is not the case and one of them is in this line of passage you know when when god talks about this kernel of wheat which falls to the ground it dies and it remains only a single seed but if it dies it produces many seeds. Praise the Lord. When you, when you take uh, a mango seed or a seed of anything, for instance, and you bury it in the ground and it grows, what is the expectation? Do you expect a mango fruit or a mango seed? A mango fruit. Praise the Lord. That you will think that here we will have a story of Christ saying that if that kernel of wheat or that seed is buried and then it dies and it sprouts it will yield wheat or it will yield harvest, praise the Lord but interestingly it says that it's going to yield many other seeds, amen which is basically like a summary of the gospel it's that thing that we read about the gospel being like that mustard seed and it's going to grow and grow and grow what we get from that simple line is that the productivity of that one believer to produce many other believers, the result is that those other believers will also become seeds, will be buried in the ground to produce other believers. Praise be to God. You know, the fruit itself is something we consume Nainaisha. Praise the Lord. The seed itself is for the purposes of giving birth or reproducing others of its kind. Praise the Lord. And that's a very, it's, it's a fascinating thing. Praise the Lord. See in the Bible that it is seed that is expected to produce another seed. Praise the Lord. It is this seed that has been buried in the ground, which we shall see what it means. It sprouts forth, but scripture is keen on the fact that it's supposed to produce another agency for reproduction. 
Praise the Lord. It's not supposed to be now the plant has grown, it's over. We harvest it, it's over, it's done with that plant. It is supposed to continue that particular chain so that those who, for instance, spread the gospel and died for the gospel, the seed that was buried, to give birth to us who have now received that gospel, we are their outcome, we are expected also in like manner to be as them. Amen? So Christ says that the hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. So the glory that Christ speaks about always when he speaks about his death is a portrayal, one of the, the, the result of his death and his suffering, which is to save mankind, but much more so, it is the culmination of the will of God that has been achieved through Christ. And in him fulfilling that will of God, he becomes glorified. Scripture says that even though he was equal to God, he lowers himself, he becomes as man, he dies for our sin, and now he sits at the right hand of God the Father. He has been glorified by God because he does that which God sent him, which he says, my meat is to do the will of the Father which was to come and die for our sins. And in so doing, he is glorified because of his obedience to God. Praise be to God. That his obedience in doing the will of God, him in dying at the cross for our sins, is not only just for our salvation, but to him he is glorified as having done the will of God. And he becomes the first fruits of many as scripture will say. So he says that it has come a time for him to be glorified. But he relates his being glorified with that particular wit. And again, he will turn that um, analogy to reflect upon our lives. He says that unless that kernel of the wheat falls to the ground and it dies, it remains only a single seed. Now Christ become, comes like a, becomes the first fruit among men as scripture will say. Praise be to God. Through his death and resurrection, he opens the door for many to come after him in like manner to die and to be resurrected by God himself. And therefore he says that his life, which his life that he has at that particular time, as he lays it down, it is of essence because it is only through that particular way that we also will be called as the children of God. Praise be to God. That the birth of the disciples, the birth of the church, will only have happened through the death and resurrection of Christ. He lays down his life for us, becoming a first fruit amongst many. Praise be to God. And therefore, that's why he says that if that kernel of wheat falls to the ground and it does not die, it remains a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. Anyone who loves their life will lose it. Praise be to God. That life of Christ has but many more sons, as Paul would say. And those many more sons who have been birthed are expected in like manner as Christ to count that cost, to follow that route, to die for the gospel, to suffer for the gospel, so that even them can produce many more fruits. Praise be to God. 
Um, when, when, one of the hymns that we usually sing, we also sing it in our church, it's a guy called Timan. He, he sang very well in my wedding. Ah, my wedding video is out. You'll send an emissary of eminent persons to come and meet me and convince me to make it public for Nairet to watch. No, you want to watch it so that you'll have first years what you come, you know, your movie, just with their bone shaman. And when the future generations come, they will know there was a shaman who loved Nairet. Now, um, it is expected of us believers to follow in like manner as Christ. Christ in saying that that wheat, kernel of wheat being buried, he is not just talking about what we are expected to do, but he is talking about what he himself has already done. He has set the precedence and we are not the first fruit. Praise be to God. You are not that first seed that died and was buried and produced many more seeds. Amen? That was Christ. Praise be to God. And scripture refers to Christ as seed in many other places, like when he talks about him becoming the seed of David. The reason for that is that he was supposed to bring many more into the lineage of Abraham, of course, because the law was done away with. So he is that which he is telling us to become. Praise be to God. And that is why he goes forth to say that anyone who loves their life will lose it, while anyone who hates their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. So he's not saying you guys go and be buried and become seeds. He has already set that precedence. Praise be to God. He has set in motion the growth of the church. He has set in motion the harvest of the Lord. And Paul will refer to him, rightfully as I've said, as the first son or the first fruit or the firstborn amongst men. So we are the men. Praise be to God. We are not the firstborns. Amen. So Christ has set an example. He has set that seed. He has died. He has laid down his life so that we might in like manner follow in that steps. And that's why he says that whoever serves me must follow me and where I am, my servant also will be. My father will honor the one who serves me. He has set it already as a precedent. Now, when we talk about this analogy of being buried, you will, you will expect that something that is buried, if you bury your kadog, it will die. Praise the Lord. Because it does not have the power to reproduce in that state. Amen? It won't sprout into many dogs. If you bury something that does not have that ability to reproduce, at that particular state, it will not reproduce. Praise be to God. But again, it's keen to understand that Christ says that also if that seed just falls on the ground and it's not buried and it remains only as a single seed that way, it will die. Praise the Lord. Now, there is very many things we are seeing here in, the, in this small passage. Apart from Christ setting that precedence, him being the firstborn, the cause that we have, we also see the manner of our conduct. This same philosophy is the same one that Christ uses when it says that we are the light of the world. Praise be to God. And that we are the salt. And if that salt loses taste, it's nothing. It can no longer be used. Praise be to God. So you are being a seed is only helpful for as far as you can reproduce 
and call many others into the family of Christ. Praise be to God. Because if you are a seed that you are just there, you will, it dies. It's, it's of no essence. It's of no importance. It's of no value. Therefore, Christ is not only calling us to count that cost, to lay our lives as he has said, but he is saying that your usefulness also in this kingdom is hinged on the fact that you are meant to reproduce. Praise be to God. The same story he uses when he talks about the parable of the talents. He gives the talents to the tree. Then there is that one person who goes and hides that talent. And he hides it because he is afraid that if he invests it and he loses it, and the master comes and finds that he has nothing, then his life will be in danger. Praise be to God. But Christ says that that is not the right attitude. Because the talent was his, he was expected to reproduce. Praise the Lord. So it's not just about you glorying and being happy that you have counted the cost and that you will die for Christ. It is also about you being keen enough to understand that you are useful in the kingdom of God as a salt when you still have your saltiness, as light if you are placed on top of the table and not under the bed, as a seed if you have been barren and you are reproducing to produce more seeds. Praise the Lord. Which means more believers who will go out there um, and also reproduce. I hope I'm editing someone. Anyway, I hope we are good. Praise the Lord. One day when I was chair of night, I preached, I preached, I preached, I preached from Hebrews. Him and Christ being the high priest. Nikataja Melkizede Kilamtu, then Nikauliza, how many have understood. It's like they wanted me to start all over again. So nowadays I'm conscious. I want to go with us. Praise the Lord. Amen. I don't tell you a lot of theology and you are not going with me. Now let's hold it there. Let's hold it at being the seed, reproducing, and Christ being the firstborn among men. Secondly, I like us to read also from Luke chapter 9, verse 21 to 27. Scripture says that Jesus strictly warned them not to tell this to anyone. And he said, The Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the teachers of the law, and he must be killed, and on the third day he will be raised to life. Then he said to them all, Whoever wants to be, to be my disciple must deny themselves, take up their cross daily, and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will save it. What good is it for someone to gain the whole world, yet lose or forfeit their very self? Whoever is ashamed of me and my words, the Son of Man will be ashamed of them when he comes in his glory and in the glory of the Father and of the holy angels. Truly, I tell you, some of you who are standing here will not test death before they see the kingdom of God. Again, Christ again speaks about his death here, and he says that he, the Son of Man, must suffer many things. He will be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the teachers of the law. These are basically the custodians of the faith at that particular time. Praise be to God. And these are the ones that Christ is saying that they are going to reject him and he will be killed and on the third day he will be raised to life. 
then he says that whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves, take up their cross daily and follow me. Praise be to God. Now there is a cross. There is a cross that Christ expects us to carry. There is, there is that cross that Christ expects us to pick it up every single day and follow Christ. Praise the Lord. What is this cross? Have you ever sat down and asked yourself, this cross that Christ wants us to carry? And he, he emphasizes that it must be carried daily and follow him. Which cross is this? Is it evangelism? Is it good works? Is it repentance? What are we going to do today? And then repent and believe the gospel. Praise the Lord. And then the next day, what are we going to do today? Then repent and believe the gospel. You've never seen that meme? Generation of today, you're just seeing evil memes. Wicked memes. <laughs> anyway, there is a reason why Christ calls us to carry this cross daily and to follow him. We see some aspects that Christ brings in here that will help us to narrow down and understand what's happening here. One, of course, he says that he, as the son of man, is going to suffer many things. Praise the Lord. Then he says again in that section of scripture that it is of no use for you to gain the whole world yet lose yourself or your soul, as other verses would say. Again, he says that whoever is ashamed of me and my words, the Son of Man will be ashamed of him when he comes in his glory and in the glory of the Father. One, there's the reality that Christ has set the example, as always, that he is going to suffer many things in the hands of the custodians of the faith or the custodians of religion at that particular time. Then he comes and speaks about the intent of those who want to save their lives. And he says that these people will lose their life. But whoever loses his life for Christ is going to save his life. Then he says that it is of no benefit for anyone to gain the whole world, neither is it of any benefit for you to be ashamed of Christ and his words. Christ calls us to pick our cross daily, not only just as a means of telling us to sacrificially walk the journey of faith, but he reminds us that that journey has a place where it's finally going to come to an end, which is when he comes in glory. Praise be to the Lord. He says that whoever is ashamed of him, Christ will also be ashamed of him when he comes in his glory and in the glory of the Father. Praise the Lord. It is the same concept that Paul uses when he says that he does not consider himself yet as though he has arrived, but he continues to fight the fight of faith. Praise be to God. The reason that Christ reminds us to take up our cross is that he is telling us that this burden, this cross that we carry, will only be put down 
when he comes in glory. Praise the Lord. There is no time for rest. Amen. There is no time to relax and pick it up tomorrow. It is like those ten virgins. The five who decided to sleep and failed in their preparedness and they were locked out. Because it doesn't matter whether you carried it yesterday. Praise the Lord. It doesn't matter whether you are planning to carry it tomorrow. What matters is that in this particular day, as Christ appeared in his glory, he hasn't yet. Has he come with the angels to proclaim judgment? He has not done that yet. Then that particular day, you need to pick up your cross and to follow Christ. To be obedient, to not be ashamed of him, to lose your life as you would every other day until at that point that he appears in glory. The same concept you find in Hebrews chapter 4 when the Bible says that today if you hear the voice of the Lord, do not harden your hearts as the Israelites did in the day of provocation and many of them did not get into the promised land. Praise be to God. It is that same concept that God is concerned that this particular day have you carried the cross? Have you given yourself over to the proclamation of the gospel itself? Or are you ashamed of Christ in that particular day? Have you literally laid down your life or have you gone back to the things of the past? Praise the Lord. So what matters is not the carrying of the cross daily is not about your previous achievements. Neither is it about the great things you are planning to do for the Lord next year. Amen? It is what you are doing now. Praise the Lord. The pledges that you have made to build a cathedral and the pledges that you have made to buy the speaker next year do not count. What counts is are you serving the Lord in that particular day. Amen? Praise the Lord. Even in marriage, proposal doesn't count until you marry. Amen? Now you see, I'm qualified, now you call me. I teach you how to go into marriage, to handle breakup. Uh, how do you survive? I've, I've been there, I've been there. Yeah? Sanazana, I know more than that. You call me, I deal with it. Yeah, it's only Viona is chair, and we are friends. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I hope we are going on well. Now, first we saw about the seed. Christ becoming that particular seed, setting forth in motion the disciples and the growth of the church. We being the seeds that come after him, expected to produce more seeds that will reproduce. Secondly, um, we saw about Christ, him being suffering or being that which he is asking us to do. He's not just sitting on the fence. Praise the Lord. Whatever he's asking us to do, he is already that. Now again we are seeing the aspect of us carrying our cross daily until when Christ shall come in glory. He was very categorical in saying those words. That's why he says sometimes if you read scripture deeply and keenly, it's these things amaze you. Praise the Lord. Like you might not even see the essence of why Christ is saying you carrying your cross daily and you being ashamed until he comes in glory. Praise the Lord. It's difficult to see it. And that's where we see the, 
the handwriting of God everywhere in scripture. And of course he talks to the disciples and tells them that some of them who are standing there will not taste death before they see the kingdom of God. Now, moving on swiftly. Luke 14, 25 to 35, my last long scripture. It says, now great crowds accompanied him and he turned and said to them, if anyone comes to me and does not hate his own father and mother sorry, and wife and children and brothers and sisters, yes, even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not bear his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. For which of you desiring to build a tower does not first sit down and count the cost whether he has enough to complete it. Otherwise, when he has laid a foundation and is not able to finish, all who see it begin mocking him, saying, This man began to build and was not able to finish. Or what king going out to encounter another king in war will not sit down fast and deliberate whether he is able with 10,000 to meet him who comes against him with 20,000. And if not, while the other is yet way off, he sends a delegation and asks for terms of peace. So therefore, any one of you who does not renounce all that he has cannot be my disciple. Salt without taste is worthless. Salt is good, but if salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? It is of no use either for the soil or for the manure pile. It is thrown away. He who has ears, let him hear. Can you see the, 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 the handwriting of Luke chapter 9? What Christ just said previously. First, of course, he kind of elaborates the aspect of carrying our cross daily. Because he says, of what importance is it that you lay the foundation and you cannot build? Praise the Lord. It's okay you do great, you did great things for the Lord when you are in primary, you know, while you are in high school, you did a lot of great things to the Lord. But that does not really count now if you are not carrying that cross now as you did 10, 20, I almost said 30, but I realized none of you was alive. Those many years ago, praise the Lord. You were years ago. Praise the Lord. <laughs> we have just had a CBC joke here. You might not understand. One day you will. So what matters is not that you started that foundation and you failed to build. Because that in itself is a source of ridicule. Praise the Lord. It is until you complete that particular building. And the cost that Christ calls us to, he uses a very strong example. He says, if anyone comes to me and does not hate his own father, his mother, his wife, and children, and brothers, and sisters, yet even his own life. Praise the Lord. It's the Bible. He cannot be my disciple. Praise the Lord. That Christ calls for a, a higher form of allegiance and obedience. Praise the Lord. It is, it is literally God for us all and everyone for himself. It is literally that. That he calls, he, he, he refers to this 
strong people that we hold strongly as our closest not only that our own dear life and he says that if if you are not willing to lose this particular thing you cannot be my disciple why because he says you must count that particular cost praise the lord and sometimes we fail to count this cost because the only time we counted it is when you were born again tukakachini tukaona now i need to leave bangi i need to leave alcohol i need to stop fornicating i need my to stop my a lot of sins so that i can now enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart praise the lord but once we enter those gates we have forgotten we no longer count the cost of moving forward of pressing on of moving ahead praise the lord it is that person who has built that foundation and he has failed to build upon it it's of no use it is a useless house nobody can dwell in that particular house but god calls us to look at what he has called us to and sometimes because we have taken god to be like our elder uncle we don't see these things tuna tunaonanga mungu nikani brother praise the lord this this one god who separated the red sea who cleared the amalekites who cleared the whole nation the first bonds of the nation of egypt sometimes we forget that it is that god praise the lord sometimes we forget the picture of judgment and hebrews chapter 6 alludes to this kind of play that we bring when it comes to our christianity when he says that it is impossible for them who have once before tasted of the lord for them to be renewed again into salvation for in so doing it is as though they crucify christ afresh praise the lord but then the bible in a quote Start Bible. There was a the pastor was asked with, with this fellow pastor, is it in the Bible? He was not sure whether what that guy was saying was in the Bible. Praise the Lord. That you have to take this thing with the seriousness it deserves. It's not a game of God waking you up, giving you bread, you know giving you good health giving you strength and making you sleep and wake up against the next day inafato we jioni ujulizo umefanyia nini mungu praise the lord what have you done for the lord what have you done for the kingdom of god in stories that we have the testimonies that we have about christianity it is at the greatest times of persecution that the church grew the more praise the lord It is at the times when persecution was intense. It is at the time when the governments were against the Christian faith more intensely that the gospel was flamed. Sometimes there is a famous quote we say that the gospel burned by what? By the bodies of the disciples. Praise the Lord. It was the flame that set the gospel on fire. But you with your blue band and you have said thank you and you have missed one uh, lunch because Nairet is fasting you feel like you have given to the lord like now you have achieved you know you need a gospel according to you it is it, it's it's like we don't understand this thing praise the lord it's like we don't understand it sometimes we don't we don't understand that there is many of us many of us 
who have laid the foundation and abandoned the Christian faith. Praise the Lord. We have built nothing upon it. We have built no doors, no windows, no walls, no roof, nothing. Just the foundation. Now they are talking about their stories, how they used to go to Marara. In their days, they used to preach. But in these days, they are also sinners. And as long as they are alive, we still need to continue doing what? Preaching. And tomorrow, they will be there. Praise the Lord. Tomorrow, the government will still stand against Christ. And on that particular day, still after that, it will be an expectation that the day after, we continue. Praise the Lord. This is what the Bible calls us. It is not a matter of laying the foundation. It is not a matter of how strong you are. In fact, scripture cautions us against this thing. In the seven letters of Christ to Revelation, he reminds one of those churches that they have forsaken their what? Their first love. Because they still think that their salvation is guaranteed based on what they gave and how they were at that particular time. And they have decided to go into lukewarmness. The Bible says even for the church that was neither hot nor cold that he will spit them out of his mouth. Praise the Lord. He will spit you out of his mouth. The things that you you did for God yesterday, it's okay. We are grateful. Even God woke you up yesterday. Praise the Lord. You know, we we need to start looking at Christianity as something that we need to strive for. Praise the Lord. And when we are in an environment like ours, when persecution is not intense, Praise the Lord. You know, like we fear those small things. It is as simple as that. It is as simple as being that person who bothers people in class with the gospel and the flyers of the Christian Union. Praise the Lord. It doesn't matter whether you sang in the UP and you are the lead. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. It doesn't matter if you are in the exec, if you are chair. Even that seat of missions coordinator that Luby has will go. Praise the Lord. And they will go and preach in Turkana and it will go. It will go 10 years from now. We still expect that he will be preaching the gospel. Praise the Lord. That is how he is building upon the foundation that he set. Amen. We are, we are tired. We are tired. Even God is tired. You are in 2010. You are giving your testimony of class 2. How you used to lead present worship. They will call you in the parade. You lead the Lord's prayer. Now you serve the Lord. It is done. It is God. Praise the Lord. He calls us to a great cause. He says that the house must be built. The war must be complete. The plan has to be made. You have to see it in yourself. That this thing you have brought yourself into, it is not a joke. Praise the Lord. And that is why scripture says that judgment, judgment will begin where? In the house of the Lord. Amen. That is where judgment will begin. Judgment of the Lord upon people when Christ will return will begin in the house of the Lord. The punishment for sins will begin from them 
who have tested of the Lord that Hebrews chapter 6 spoke about. That is where it is going to begin. And you who has been given much, much is what? Expected. And everyone who has the salvation of the Lord, who has been saved by the Lord, nothing should not teach you that pastors have been given more. Already if you are born again, you have been given much. That thing that you have necessitated the death of Christ who was God. If you want much more than that, praise the Lord. Everyone has much already. Amen? Amen? And everyone who has been given a lot, much is expected of him. Not there are people who said, before and scripture says, to whom much, forgiven more, the anafar serve more. So, wale when you are kwa mabandi uko, na kwa anasa, waende crusade, wakufie yesu. Sisi tuliokoloa tutukidogo. Praise the Lord. Every one of us is expected to do a lot. It is a serious matter. Praise the Lord. It is a serious matter. Lakini ukiona una struggle na vitu ndogo ndogo kama kuuliza kama utasomea kata ama ukuje CU. We have lost you. Like we have lost you. There is a lot of things that we need to handle before we start talking to you about Christian persecution. Praise the Lord. We have lost you completely. If this one A is terrorizing you, that marks. Then it was scaled down to 10. Come on, And then in the whole five years, it was scaled down to 0.005. Look at the biggest year. I didn't want to get an up of 69. Think it's less efficient. Kulo mnyanya kona seconda pe 60.2. Yoni ya disoma vizuri sindiyo. I did not go for the excess. Anyway, I hope you are getting what I'm saying. That these small tiny things that disturb us, we should we, we should not even be think about them. You 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 cannot be struggling with coming to a fellowship. You cannot be struggling with coming to prayer. You know you can't be struggling with such small things and you still think that you have counted the cost praise the Lord and that is why even scripture says that now we need to move forward from the elementary things the baptism and laying of hands and repentance of sin praise the Lord into more solid food praise the Lord Lakini kama una struggle na manu timi timi ina chakwa saba na kukuja church surely surely you need to be serious Chelsea cannot be terrorizing you in the expense of the church amen you you have to know that at every particular step of your salvation there is simutani nimulia ile ni nyingine mzuri ma'am ulete nini kubwa hivi keka majisi yanguke I hope you've had a chair. Next time, muombe, muombe siyu ila yao mkisikia na preach. Muambia ni shaman. They won't refuse. I know them. They won't refuse. Now at every single stage of your salvation, there is a cost for you to pay. Praise the Lord. The thing that cheats you, those who are in China, or in Eritrea, or in Ethiopia, or in Saudi Arabia, have much more cost to pay than you is the devil. Praise the Lord. That is the devil. You, every single person, every single believer, however mature they are, or immature they are, they have a battle and a struggle that the Lord expects
expects them to overcome. They have a cost for them to count. Praise the Lord. Even you as a student, you play with some of these small things, but it is a, a show of your faith. Amen? It is a show of how much you are willing to give for the sake of the gospel. Ukienda Mombasa, school trip, na Christian Union is going to, where is it called, to Rukana, and you think you are sending them with your prayers. The devil has sifted you like wheat. You are gone. You are a gone case. Praise be to God. If you are expecting that now the people in China are the ones who should die, you died before them. You are gone forever. These small things, and sometimes you know the like Christians who are kifua. Me, when persecution comes, I shall stand with the Lord. You will know. You will know that this thing is not just a matter of flesh and blood. These things are the things of the spirit. Praise be to God. You have to grow. These are real, realistic things. It's 5.44. Sometimes I 10 minutes. Will you add me 10 minutes? Okay, I will finish in 10 minutes. If I finish well, we cut the cake. If I finish badly, we go with our cake. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes in life, you don't get everything you see, like the cake that's there. <laughs> now, there are times in Yetukonakiburi, sir. And even if you see the history of how Christianity used to, to be flamed up in campuses, praise the Lord. And it does not take you long to see. When I came in this school in first year, there were 40 years who would wake me up at 3 and at 4. One of them is called Frank Karani, was in Eddie. The next day, the next day, the next day, Things that started because of campus students. Praise the Lord. Have you ever heard of the story of the Haystack Five? Hi. Grace, I've got missions coordinator. <laughs> Grace, I care what was for your Haystack Five when I come next. Just disband the ET and they want to go home. <laughs> These are things that you should have in your fingertips. You need to go and read about the Haystack Five. They were students. They were students who got the call of mission when sitting at a haystack, ile ya ngombe. Wewe umepelekwa DCU ndani ya kanisa na bado call of mission to ski. Hadi umewekwa kwa madabao, bado hawiski. Someone is there in the field being rained on in a haystack. And in that simple place, they remember the work of God, the call of God. Praise be to God. These are the things that for us, it is the cost that we need to count. Praise the Lord. Because nobody is coming to slaughter you, don't live comfortably. Amen? Because nobody is coming to stone you for the gospel, it does not mean that there is nothing for you to do for God at this particular time, in this particular place. Hallelujah. You can serve God in many ways, in many deeds. You can show your appreciation of who God is in your devotion, in your studies, in your desire to share the gospel of the Lord. 
Mtu anakaa tu first year hadi fourth year hadi fifth year hadi ongeze ile moja tulikuwa tunaongeza sixth year hadi apigwe repeat unit eight years don't do ameenda tano and he still wants to come for you to praise the lord which lord which god are you coming to pray is it the same god that peter died for unasumbuliwa sumbuliwa na kivitu kidogo and you are singing there huko binguni tutaruka mabawa you know and you are testifying about how the lord has mansions for you which my friend you have a baby sitter in heaven mungu akiamua kupanga hiyo kitu mle tumefanyia kazi wengine mko single room and it is one feet by one feet praise the lord the kiburi of the pride of kujunua na ku feel christian na ku walk with authority and sometimes kipoa kacheo kadogo kama dad sio wewe but nasema tu kipoa kacheo kadogo kama dad unajifeel umekuwa spiritual praise the lord umekuwa spiritual and small things small things that we are expected to do at least if we can't do them correctly we need to strive to do them praise the lord it is either you do it or you strive to to do it even scripture says that you have not yet struggled with sin to the point of being what so as long as your blood has never been shed you are right you are right for serving the lord there is no rest praise the lord there is no rest we are in this world to serve the lord christ has already reminded us reminded us that we shall get our rest in heaven praise the name of the lord we shall get our rest where Manene akuomba Mungu yes na huku nje tu ni you are coloring life enjoying life you know and you want to go to which is which is sure hata hata wewe sijuulizaa kawe ni Mungu utaona hiyo maombi hiyo maombi yenye wewe mwenyewe unasema you need to ask yourself how will i see it pondara 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 the whole semester you've never gone for door to door you don't show up for corporate prayers you've never preached the gospel to anyone you are enjoying life outside there and then mungu tu akupee amuke tu akupee sure and you remind him of the sacrifice lord remember the sacrifice we have done for you some of you god says hold up list the sacrifices your mommy made you up kuna kitu just that we have to mezoea kusema lord remember the the sacrifices and the things we did and the things we do Lord remember mercy remember what we did how we journeyed with you going where going where you need to ask yourself going where ngiretu tulibaki huko nyuma tumekuwa ile story ya prodigal son Yesu anarudi kutuchukua and you are still praying the journey that you went with the Lord where is Christ is coming to get you where you have been lost praise the Lord hey praise the Lord amen this thing called christianity my friend is not a joke Even your purity is a matter of sacrifice. Praise the Lord. It is a matter of counting the cost. How you offer yourself to the service of the Lord in this particular setting is a matter of counting the cost. Uende tu huko umekunywa soda, umepiga bash, umepiga nini? Lakini kama kuna announcement moja usikiangi. Announcement moja usikiangi ni pay bill number ya mission. But coffee fellowship coffee fellowship you can never miss that day praise the lord yani you you are just consuming from this kingdom you are consuming and consuming consuming and consuming giving is where you draw the line praise the lord now unatipiga kifua vile mimi yesu persecution if it comes today today 
that watchman there at the gate is terrorizing you because of lack of ID. You think you will stand when persecution comes. It is not easy. Praise the Lord. So right now, when it is still easy for us, give your very best. Praise the Lord. Give your very Before someone comes and requires you of your life for the sake of the gospel, give your very best. It is not a joke. It is not kalongolongo. It is not a joke. We tend to take this Christianity as a feel-good religion. If you want to have a feel-good religion, end up where a safari. Ukwili, akuna feel-good. Here it is tough. It is waking up every morning, dealing with your flesh, dealing with your desires, preaching the gospel. Praise the Lord. And these things, God works in mysterious ways. One testimony I usually give is there's a classmate of mine. I preached for five good years to that one individual classmate. She got born again after fifth year. Praise the Lord. And one day later, she's coming from the choir. In fact, it didn't hit me. She can be coming from the choir. Sometimes she used to terrorize me in class how they dress. My, my salvation was in danger. You must accept these things, they are real. Praise the Lord. But that lady now, she is striving for the gospel. Praise the Lord. She is striving to walk this journey. After how many years? Five years. Still okay, at least I have one soul I will present in heaven and say, I hope she was truly born again. <laughs> I'm wondering where she went. Praise the Lord. There is a cause that we might count, we can count as students. Amen. There are sacrifices that we can make as students. The little sacrifices that we can make here. We can go for mission, dedicate ourselves to prayer, be active members in our prayer groups and in our families. Be active in our families, contribute to the needs of the church, and much more so contribute to the needs of one another. Because truly, truly, nobody is coming to kill you. Said that you will be sick and die, hit by a stray bullet, one is coming to persecute you and to murder you. You will be dead by the time persecution comes in its seriousness. Unless we relocate you to Eritrea. But come away with familiar smoky time you have to and survive. You will not. When there is no smoky, how will you survive? We must take the gospel with the seriousness that it deserves. And just to finish up with what I had mentioned before, there is an important element that we see in all these things. That these things, the usefulness of us in the kingdom of God is a very important thing. The story of the seed is about also our usefulness. Us being ashamed because of the gospel of God is also based on our usefulness. Us being having that bold courage to speak the word of God. And finally, the story of the salt, which has lost its saltiness, is an issue of our usefulness. Praise be to God. If your salvation is not useful 
for the service of God, for the service of the church, Katunai. Please the Lord. Haizaidi. Your salvation must be useful. There is no evidence that you have counted the cost much greater than two things. One, your holiness and purity when it comes to your work of faith. And number two, your usefulness in the kingdom of God. Those two things are two sides of the same coin. Praise the Lord. You are living a pure life, striving to be holy before the Lord, striving to follow the commands of the Lord. The expectation is that the other side of that coin is you are becoming a useful person in the kingdom of God. You can't say you are one without the other. But you don't give to church, you don't go for missions, you do nothing. There cannot be such a thing. These are two sides of the same coin. Praise be to God. The call of mission is a call for holiness in our lives and usefulness in the kingdom of God in whichever capacities and spheres that the Lord has put us in. Praise the Lord. Let's believe and pray. Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you for reminding us, oh Lord, that you have called us to this journey. You have called us to count the cost, Almighty Father, to look ahead and to see whether indeed you would like to truthfully walk along this path. And Lord, we pray that you will help us because we are weak vessels. We are weak people. We are weak humans, oh Lord. But we believe and trust that your grace that you have given unto us will continue to abound over our lives, Almighty Father, and that will teach us and help us, O Lord, to walk this journey and to say no to all forms of ungodliness and unrighteousness. In many times when we are weak, O Lord, we pray that you may strengthen us because we know that it is not of our own physical strength, but it is by your working, O Lord. We thank you and exalt your name. For this we ask in the mighty name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Cheni sasa nivai peta, nisipike kwa nyumba ni mlezwe. Peta ilienda wati. Thank you very much.